everybody welcome to another episode of let me know i'm your host angel Lem. today i'm sitting with daniel luna daniel is a creator and actor of functional series functional is about two queer latinx bffs that are just trying to figure out how to manage adult jobs and adult relationships functional is a queer modern story of fellow two best friends jasmine and guillermo trying to get their shit together as they attempt to become adults you can find Functional on YouTube right now. They're just premiered season two in December. So make sure you go show them some support. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and don't forget to watch the whole series. I personally, I got stuck on season one. I didn't get stuck, but I couldn't wait for season two. You heard when I had Jasmine on the show. I just I wanted I wanted to know and now that it's on I'm just binging it so make sure you go check it out I highly enjoy it and it's fun and I learned you know I learned from from Guillermo from Jasmine and it makes me realize about relationships that I've had in my past it makes me feel like it makes me realize that either I've been a bad friend or that I've been surrounded by bad friends and sometimes I put myself in those situations and I ask myself, what would I do? And if I was that age um, and I was going through those circumstances that they go through sometimes, I, I believe in season one, they left it with the cliffhanger. Um, the, be- the dynamic duo had a little, you know, um, some issues. You know, sometimes it happens with friends and in season two, it picks right up where they left off and. I enjoyed for the first episode. We get to it a, uh, a little bit. We talk a little bit about it on this week's episode. So, um, and also make sure you support, you know, support not just because of Daniel or Jasmine, but, or, or um, I'm Liz, I'm sorry. Her name is Liz um, or Liz. Also, you know, creators like my dad from Cabronas y Chingonas. She also was part of this show. So, you know, previous guests that I've had on the show are, are, taking part of this this web series so not only for daniel not only for liz but also for my dad and the rest of the cast you know they they do have other projects that they're working on so you know not only support them here support go check them out in other projects and show them some support and tell how much you enjoy their work so so yeah so on this episode we're going to talk about um daniel we're going to catch up a little bit i've been wanting to have him on for a while because I wanted to know what happens with the with the series, but 
Um, yeah, so far so good. I've enjoyed every episode. And, you know, I can't wait. Can't wait for season three. But for that, um, he's going to need your guys' help. So, like I said, make sure you go support him. Make sure you go add Functional on YouTube. Make sure you go subscribe to the Instagram, to their YouTube account. And, you know, they, they're doing a lot of extra content. I think they're doing, like, shots behind the scenes. Or they're, they're talking to the actors individually. So, you know, that's um, some extra content that, you know, right now with coronavirus... You know, hitting everybody. I think it's something that you probably enjoyed. You know, if you're home and you don't want to be affected by Corona, go, go, you know, go to, I mean, you're at home watching YouTube. Why don't you support some, some, you know, some people that are trying to make their, their dreams possible. You know, Kanye already made it. Kim already made it. You know, why don't you support Daniel over here and Liz and my dad and the rest of the cast. Cause and they're trying to they have a dream of breaking into the entertainment industry and the only way that that's gonna happen is if you know if we get support like you so make sure you go show them some support and i believe they have t-shirts to have merch so go get some other merch you know it's inspired by alcoholic beverages i think corona i think that jack daniels and some other ones so make sure you go rock their you know their wear rock their wear <laughs> their merchandise and but I'm sure, you know, the, the, the most important thing is to go subscribe to the channel and like, you know, those, those are the two most important things you could do for them. So go out there, show them support and, and yeah, you know, we're, we're just going to keep on going. We're going to keep bringing people like Daniel and we're going to keep supporting them. So, and like I said, the only way that's going to happen is with people like you support for with support is like you, thank you. You know, hopefully that sounds like a PBS. You know, advertising right there. I know it didn't, but can you at least pretend? Damn. All right, guys. So, yeah, that's that's it. Um, make sure you follow me at Let Me Know Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you go check out my Teespring store. I, I have some new items up there, some new inspired by some new stickers. And as far as stickers go, uh, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. If you want them, I'll give them. They're 100% free. All I need is your address and... You know, ask previous people that are in the sticker club. Like, I don't bother you. I, I don't send advertisement. I don't, I don't try to do anything but send you stickers. You know, bring some joy into your life. And I officially ran out of the tiger sticker, you know. So, right now we're going heading into February. And, you know, and I got that Concha sticker coming through. So, if you would like a free sticker, send me a DM. Send an email. You can find me at Let Me Know Pod. On Instagram and Facebook, or you can email me at lemmenopod at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave me a five star review. Make sure you subscribed on iTunes and Instagram and and Spotify and Google Play and Dazzer. So shout out to everybody that's listening listening to me through Dazzer. I think it's called Dazzer. Um, a lot of my plays are coming through there. So if you listen to me through there, and if you can leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. And let me know. Let me know who you are. You know, I, I've been seeing a lot of people in France listening. So, hey, I appreciate your help. And I do ship internationally. I do send stickers internationally. So, if you live in, you know, out the States and you would like a free sticker, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at let me know pod. You know, it's completely free. I just appreciate your guys' support, your guys' love. And, you know, I want to give you 
a, a token of my appreciation in the form of a sticker. So again, you know, send me a DM. Let me know. Let me know what you think of the podcast. If you would like to be a guest, send me a DM, um, send me an email and let's get this shit going. All right. So I think that's enough of me. I'll talk to you guys in a bit, but in the meantime, let's listen to song. Que se quede el infinito sin estrellas O que pierda el ancho mar su inmensidad Pero el negro de tus ojos que no muera Y el canela de tu piel se quede igual Si perdiera el arco iris su belleza Y las flores su perfume su color No sería tan inmensa mi tristeza Como aquella de quedarme sin tu amor Me importas tú y tú y tú Y solamente tú y tú y tú everybody welcome back hopefully you guys enjoy that song today i'm singing with daniel luna daniel luna i don't know how i'm supposed to pronounce it but i already had him once before i should have figured it out then <laughs> i guess i didn't but anyways he's the he's an actor creator writer producer he's a man of many hats but today we're here to promote his um youtube series functional so welcome how are you man Hey, good, good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm manifesting positivity. Uh, crazy. I mean, actually, I think you were the very first person who interviewed us before season one even came out. So oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Not the fact that I'm back again with season two. That's wild. Yeah. Well, I wanted to have you I right when you were like, I guess, shooting it or after you shot it. But I ended up having Liz and it was still, you know, worked out. But, um, you know, Functional just came out, I think, like two weeks ago. Right like december 10th yes yes we premiered yeah december friday december 10th yes our season two premiere so i was like you know what this is the this is the perfect time i may i know you were busy before but hopefully like things are slowing down right now so i figured you know what i need to get them now and i think you're gonna be the first the first or second episode of the year 
we're still recording into yeah 2000 uh in 2021 but you're gonna be either the first or second episode of two, uh, 2022 hey. so hey thank you for helping me you know through this new year and advancing through this new year at least making it possible for me to continue doing the podcast into 2022 so thank you man i appreciate it hey well no the honor is mine and thank you for inviting me again and for having an interest in us i mean yeah thank you i know you had liz on this summer which is great like great to hear her and i mean we're back again so thank you so much for continuing this <laughs> yeah yeah well i had to have you on because that that you're like your first season left me with the cliffhanger i was like oh yes. no what's gonna happen and right now <laughs> I, I like how you, you started the first season i don't know your second season the first episode i was like what religion but um yeah that, that's that's a pretty like triggering topic i guess you mentioned triggering earlier and you know especially being a lgbtq community um i know that's like the the catholic church hasn't been like a welcoming space for you know the lgbtq plus community and for you to touch down that topic i think it was very interesting and very smart you know like for you to put your opinion out there so um yeah can you elaborate more about that please yeah definitely definitely absolutely i mean this this season now uh, we talk about a lot of themes actually uh religion is one of them and i absolutely wanted to touch base on it because religion as you said is a very very interesting taboo subject to talk about if you're queer but then also if you're part of a latinx family too it's like either it's very up there or it's like hidden in the background situation um my background i was born and raised catholic you know that's pretty much another part of my identity that's something that i grew up with um my whole life you know that's something that i hold strong with i don't talk about it as much so this is actually kind of weird because like the first time i'm actually talking about it because i put it in the series but i mean the main reason is because you know i know how how taboo it can't taboo it can be and how triggering it can be with someone when you're queer you know i grew up you know learning about you know my religion having my faith but then you know also on the back side of it growing up and listening to people from the same church saying that if you're queer if you're this you're going to hell you know this is bad you shouldn't be doing this so it was kind of you know kind of two different things of me me at a young age i you know and i'm like i, I don't know how but it was just something that me at a young age i was able to fully separate and know that you know my faith is one thing people are another so you know i because and the main reason was because i still to this day get a lot of uh, i get a lot of you know self-fulfillment from going to church from from having my faith so i was able to separate that you know these people telling me these things i was like you are you know you have you have nothing thing on me you don't, y'all don't know me you know the faith the person that i know the faith that i'm being grown into is a completely different space that these people are saying so you know that's kind of where, where i've been my whole life you know but then as i actually came out started hanging out with friends you know i would kind of in on the other side get you know the 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 other side of like oh well, why are you doing this why are you going to church so i pretty much kind of turned into, you know, this is a part of me that I'm just not really going to share with a lot of people because I know it can be hurtful, but it also it's something that I'm like, I don't yeah. need to explain it, you know, um, which is, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of wanted to touch base on that because, I mean, I don't want to shy away of the fact that, you know, absolutely there's a lot of stuff that people, that's been said about, you know, especially in the Catholic Church, especially this year in the past couple of years, how problematic it's been, you know, how hashtag canceled yeah. it should have been a long time ago. But, um, you know, I do know that there is a community out there of us that, you know, again, I I personally get something out of it. You know, it's, it's how I am able to resolve some problems that I 
that I don't really have the answers to. And kind of like I said in the past, other people, like I'm not advocating on anything. I'm not, you know, I'm not on this, like everyone should go to a church horse. Absolutely not. You know, I'm just like, this is something that I am. I know other people, you know, relate to it, you know, but I kind of in episode one kind of wanted to speak on both, both of those positions as you kind of saw, um, you know, both of these characters. Well, we actually focus on Jasmine's point of view, you know, Jasmine's coming from the cliffhanger of season one. And she's just trying to, I guess, in her own way, find something in a space that she knows she personally doesn't belong. So I just kind of wanted to play with that narrative idea. And then this season, we're going to kind of see Guillermo's side, which, you know, Guillermo is something that was inspired by my character and how he is kind of dealing through his shit by going to church, essentially. Yeah, um, I really like that. I like the the way you tackled it. It, it was it was great. And then, you know, from her side where she I mean, she's been hurt, she's been burned by the by it and, you know, going back to it might be a little weird sometimes after having that bitter taste in your mouth and you know she you could tell that on the first episode she was like i guess desperate like she wanted something she wanted somebody to like be there for her because you know on the on season two you guys you know like like pretty much had a little argument and you know they didn't you guys went your separate ways and season two is is you guys you know, going about it on your own, I, I, I'm i fingers crossed you guys come together again. Um, but no spoilers because you still got a couple of episodes to go. But um, yeah, like I, her character, I really enjoyed her character. But at the same time, um, it hurt me how how um I forget the uh, the actress's name. Liz? No, not Liz. The her partner in the the one. She oh, was. um, character Sheila. Her actress is Ines. Yeah, Ines, her, yeah. um, or Sheila, how she hurt her like so much. She treated her like yeah. garbage, and oh yeah, I fell for her. I fell for her character. So your characters really resonated with me for some reason. Like I've been there, I've been where Guillermo was at, trying to search, like soul search. And you, you said um that the the first season was basically you being frustrated by like Hollywood, I guess, by entertainment industry where. You, you know you can't really get any big roles or you won't you don't really get a big opportunity unless you're represented you have you know people backing you up and you know season like uh, this is pretty much how functional started you know it was, this is you creating something for yourself putting yourself in like you're the face of it but now see like you already put season one you know it's now we're moving forward season two when it came to that like did you have season two written as well or was that just like you know that's a new chapter in your life like you're 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 a writer now you're an actor and so when it came down to writing season two like what was that process like yeah yeah it was very interesting in the sense that you know like you said season one was it came out of a lot of anger it came out of like i just kind of wanted to throw it out and be like boom there you know i'm brown i'm gay i can have a show you know what now and so when i put it out it was just kind of an anger response from me and then people started watching it people started liking it and i was like oh shit people are watching this so so you know when the talk of season two came around i was like well i don't know you know i, I know i ended up with the cliffhanger but i mean realistically i was like you know i'll put it out hopefully my mom watches it and we'll call it good 
um but season two when i kind of started tackling it as soon as season one was released i actually wrote the episode which i think by the time this is out it'll already be out it's um we focus on other characters the way i the way i describe season two is essentially kind of like it's the second half of season one season one i like to describe it as you know the good night out you're out with your friends you're taking all those shots you're having those beers you know you're just doing all this you know dumb stuff whatever you know your early 20s season two is essentially the hangover you wake up you're like oh shit i did that like oh crap you know now i have to get dressed now i have to shower now i have to do this you know like on my own essentially and that's kind of where i'm at in my life you know i'm about to turn 30 i'm like okay i you know i'm still someone who is a big drinker but now i'm like okay now i have to absolutely i'm like okay i guess i haven't died yet now i have to focus on what's happening you know for the rest of these for the rest of my life so that's kind of where my headspace has been you know it's my return to saturn here essentially with speed season two so season two focuses more on these characters you know it's kind of the yin gang where it's there's still comedy but now it's like okay let's get we have to ground ourselves and realize where we're going from here so yeah you, you do see these characters you are going to see these characters kind of try to figure it out on their own. Um, the first episode I wrote for season two was actually right after season one was released. I think it was like literally the first couple of months after it was released and it centers around Tim, which is Guillermo's supervisor, um, which is actually going to be the longest episode we've had in the series. It's going to be 20 minutes long. So it's an actual full episode that you would see on TV. But, you know, that episode was, I don't know, it just came out of... In my mind, you know, it just kind of spoke to me in the sense where it was, you know, and maybe people in their mid-20s, early 30s now can relate to the fact to this where it's like, you know, we find ourselves going from day to day. We're doing the same thing. We're just saying, this is okay. This is great. You know, am I happy? Who cares? I'm just going to go to work, go to, you know, go to sleep, eat, whatever, and then repeat the same thing. Um, so that's what that episode talks about is, is, you know, seeing this character just kind of get in a cycle because that's what was kind of expected of him. But then now I'm trying to, you know, realize, hey, is this, am I being fulfilled? Am I happy? And that's kind of where I was mentally as well when I was writing season two I was like okay I wrote season one on a whim now I'm facing the consequences and there was good consequences you know but that's kind of where my headspace was at of you know writing the season and after that episode was written it kind of unlocked you know kind of the whole route that I wanted to do with season two which again is having these characters focus on just getting it together which I think anyone you know regardless if you're gay or straight or if you're Mexican, not Mexican, not next, you know, white, you know, I think you can watch this season and see, hey, you know, I relate to that too, because I am also trying to go through the same thing now at this point in my life. Yeah. And well, um, I, 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 I did find it pretty interesting that um, for Jasmine, like her, her first thing, like to, I mean, she's desperate and she wanted like to like answers, I guess. She was she went to church and yours was going grinder like or like a dating. <laughs> so that, yeah. that says something about both of your characters, you know. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting, you know. I was like, all right, like and like like and it's wild what you have to go through on these dating apps. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm fortunate that I haven't, I haven't been like I've never had to go on dating apps, but like like straight up like you want to fuck like what okay like that like and they say like, how like and, and when the um whoever i forgot i don't know you didn't even mention the name of, of the character but he's like he got mad at you because you're like no like i'm just trying to like meet up you yeah. even tell him like, i'm just trying to meet up with people you know and he's like really like you can't be doing that to people like what are you you gotta tell your, your intentions up front like, yeah and that's wild 
Oh yeah, that's that, that's that's realistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're yeah, talking about the second episode. You know what I love about both of these characters, as far as how like they both kick off the season, it's like you know, I keep saying they're trying to get it together. Then you know, Jasmine goes to church where she already she's like, I don't believe in this. Why am I going there just so she could feel bad? And then Guillermo's the same way. Like I'm trying to feel myself better, so I'm gonna go talk to these strangers who are gonna make me feel like shit. So, yeah. but I think that's human nature. You know, it's like like I want to feel bad before I can be better. I don't know why we do that to ourselves as human beings. We're just like, like, let me feel the worst of the worst. So I know, you know, let me hit, essentially, let me hit rock bottom before I can go up. I don't know why we always do that to ourselves, but we do. Yeah. But yeah, that second episode, uh, Guillermo is essentially kind of going through these grinder conversations, which um, all of those conversations, if you're watching it, those are actually fully improvised. Um, I was able to work with um, everyone on in, in that episode I've actually worked with before I got to do a play um, before COVID started called Borracho, which is written by Zapata um, Jr., who plays Sammy in the episode. But all those characters were in that play. So when I told him about it, um, I was kind of told him, I was like, hey, I wanted to do these meetups of conversations that I had in real life on Grindr or, you know, people that people always have on Grindr uh, or a dating app or whatever. And I just kind of gave him the gist of it. And I was like, you know, hear what it is. Let's just kind of roll the cameras and see what y'all come up with. And yeah, it was it was gold. There was like a lot of places where I had to cut because I was like laughing so hard. But, but yeah, I mean, these are like it was improvised, but it's like we're not lying. These are conversations that are happening if yeah. you are on these apps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was crazy for me. I was like, wow, that's that's wild. Like, hopefully, I don't. I've never had to go back to these dating apps because, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's brutal out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could tell. I could tell by like the second episode. I can really imagine what you left out. You know, the the things you can't put on YouTube because. You won't get yeah my favorite conversation i will say this we weren't able to film this one because i was like how do i capture this moment but my favorite conversation that i've had and it's always it's you know i'm on grinder on some app you know maybe i should get off these apps but whatever but i'm on these apps and then i get someone who hits me up and like hey i didn't respond to them i was like you know hey we're not in person i'm not wasting your time i'm not going to respond to you you know obviously i'm not interested two minutes later hey three minutes what's up hey Hey, don't respond. And like, hey, you know, I'll probably get the message. I'm not trying to be rude. You know, by the fifth message is the one that gets me. It's like, bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, you're ugly. And then I just go off on this rant. And I'm like, again, I'm not responding yeah. to you. But, but hey, you know, just those those romantic messages that just keep you going. I've seen that. I've seen that. But like with like DMs, <laughs> with DMs. Like, oh, yeah. Like when like girls don't like they don't they don't respond. And they're like, oh, you're beautiful. I love your eyes. Like. Man, if you were my girl, I would do this, like, da, 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 and then, like, really? You think you're better than me? Like, I, I've, I've seen that, like, on, like, memes and stuff. I didn't know that was real, though. I thought, like, oh, you know, no, no, that is absolutely real. So to any guys listening out to this, this goes to gay or straight, doesn't matter who you are. If you respond, if you message someone, if you slide in their DMs, if they don't message back, you know, take the hint. You know, everyone has, everyone can see when they, you know, got it, you know, take the hit. Uh, don't take it offensive. I mean, like my annoyances where people are like, like the least you can do is say hi back. It's like, I don't owe you anything. If I'm online, I, you're not like, if, I, I was raised right. If I'm at a bar, you say hi to me, I'll say hi back. If we're online, I am not making you go anywhere out of your place. So, you know, if if you message someone, they don't message you back, move along. That's true. That's true. Well, um, tell me, tell me how um, the pandemic, how it affected you, because it affected everybody in different ways. But tell me your journey through journey through the pandemic through 2019 slash 2020 where you're trying to film this, you're trying to make this happen. And, you know, um, did, did the pandemic 
like obviously it affected your your show because like you know the writing from writing like maybe there was things that you wanted to put but then you know you couldn't be close to people during that time or you know you constantly have to get you know and the budgeting you know also now you have to prepare like now you have to give people their their like their proper like masks and gloves and hand sanitizer and testing so like tell me how the pandemic like you know how it affected you personally and I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, not trying to make everyone relive everything that we just, I mean, are currently living in, you know, in case we don't know, we're still in a pandemic, so <laughs> we're acting like we're not, <laughs> we're acting like we're not, but it's still, it's still not gone, but no, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, when I released season one, I think the last, actually, yeah, this uh, the last episode was released at the beginning of March of 2020, I was in Denver because we did the series season finale screening there, and then on the flight back home, that's when everyone's like, oh, what's going on? I came back to LA, everything shut down. And that's literally the end of season one. And so I was like, oh, shoot. So, you know, I kind of didn't really plan on anything at that moment. I was like, you know, maybe let's hold off if we're going to do a season two, because I mean, we don't know how long it's going to last or what's going to happen. And, you know, then we live all of 2020. Everything's, people are just not paying attention. You know, everything's just kind of going as it is. Um, but yeah, towards the end of it, I was like kind of playing with the ideas like, okay, what if, the, what are the possibilities? And also what, how people, how comfortable are people, you know, so before anything, I kind of reached out to the whole cast, the whole crew of season one. And I was like, hey, I have an idea for season two. And literally everyone was just like, yes, I'm on board. I don't care what it takes, we'll get it done. They were just all on board. And I was like, kind of with the idea, I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to, you know, obviously going to probably get some no's, maybe some pushback. No, nope. everyone was like, let's do this. Like, they were so ready. I mean, I mean, after, I mean, like after being locked in a house for how many months, I'm pretty sure everyone just kind of wanted to do something. So yeah, you know, that definitely gave me a motivation and I actually wasn't really fully done with the season. I was just kind of wanting to see what the what, what the feedback was. And then when everyone was on board, you know, that was great. Um, I knew I personally couldn't, you know, um, fit the bill for this one. Season one, it was it came out, you know, it came out of all my savings, which I'm actually still paying off at this point. Uh, but season two, I was like, well, I can't really do it on my own. So, you know, I kind of let them know that, hey, if we're going to do it, we will be asking for help. So thankfully, we set up a GoFundMe account. And yeah, you know, we reached our goal. I'm so happy. From there, we actually got two new executive producers this season. Um, LB Thomas from Canada and Agnes from Italy, which I was like, oh my gosh, they helped us out a lot along with a lot of people. So if anyone is listening on this who supported us, thank you so much. Because um, that really did help me a little bit. Because um, this season, um, I did also you know, pitch in from my, some of my funds as well, but I mean, at least it wasn't as heavy as last time. Um, so that was just, just pretty much just getting it started, essentially, like wanting to know people are wanting to do it. We have some funds to get this done. Perfect. Uh, we were going to actually start filming a year ago in January of this year, actually, but then that's when the cases came back up again and we had to push it back. And it was just kind of having to play with like, okay, what's going on? Trying to see, you know, I like, want to film this, but I also don't want anyone to get sick out of this. <laughs> the rewriting part of it, there are definitely a lot of parts that I had to rewrite in the sense where, you know, I kind of wanted this to be in more of a bigger open space, you know, I wanted to partner and I actually still was able to partner with people, but wanted to partner with like events that, you know, are happening in real time. 
but that kind of stuff had to be scaled back because you know it's like we can't be in big larger groups i wanted a bigger crew this season you know i wanted angel to be like doing a cameo but you know i was like i couldn't i couldn't do a lot of things so i had to kind of scale back and the funny thing was like season one you know it was like a kind of skeleton crew because that's kind of who we had season two we had no other option but to be a skeleton crew so literally anyone any any episode that you're watching there's probably like five people behind the camera the same actors probably you know in another episode holding a boom mic in one episode um so that was kind of that process the second process was you know making sure that everyone every week we filmed from february to like the end of march every week everyone had to get tested we had our son this this is stuff that we had to do on our end you know we had to set up you know masks gloves and stuff have them on site ready for people to come in i had to pretty much bombard every actor or every crew member that was coming to get their test turned in on time otherwise you know if you can't if you can't turn it in you can't be in the show so it was kind of all of that behind the work stuff just to get us on screen so it was a process um i mean looking back i was like it's a i mean it sounds like a lot but i mean everyone was just essentially excited to be there i was like i was excited that people wanted to be there so i mean it was a lot of more preparation for it but i was like hey at the end of the day if we can get this done that's awesome and i mean i'm so happy to say that we went through all of it we filmed all of season two we did all of our promos we even did our after shots and thankfully you know no one got sick just because i mean everyone just kind of believed in the project and did their work as well so but i mean yeah i mean i look back on it and i'm like shit that was a, that was a lot yeah, I mean that that just tells you how much you guys care about each other and you know the, this project. Yeah, um, that all you guys are behind it and you believe in each other. And at the end of the day, look, if you're able to put out an ep- like a, a season of your show with through all this stuff, like you can't have any excuses and like from this point on because like look at everything that you went through just to put out the season. Like once everything opens up, it's gonna get much easier. So. You can't have that excuse. Like, if you're able to do this now, now later on, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, it's too hard now, man. You you did this through the pandemic, so you could get it done. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And um, when, when when I asked you on, you said that you, you're going through a journey. So tell me what this journey is all about. Like, you, you mentioned, uh, like, I asked I you, so like, how's everything? Uh, like, oh, well, I mean, it's been a journey. It's so been, tell me about this journey. Um, I mean, I mean, I don't want to say it's like it's been a lot for me. I mean, I, it's, I mean, the, compared to the two years that we've been through, but I mean, I've kind of, kind of like I said, I'm kind of getting through a state where I'm like, all right, I am, where am I in my life? I'm still in Los Angeles, kind of situation. Uh, there was definitely a time during during the pandemic that I was like, okay, you know, I think this is a sign. Maybe I should go back to Colorado. Um, you know, going back through that, kind of going seeing my family because it's it's you know it is kind of. Um, it's a, it definitely is a weight living out here. I'm the only one from my family that lives in Los Angeles. Everyone is in Colorado. Everyone else is in Mexico City. So it's like, you know, especially these, the you know, during the holidays, it definitely does weigh down a lot. So that was kind of my journey of just kind of fit, figuring and I was like, am I ready to go back home? Um, film season two. So I was like, kind of everything keeps getting extended. And I mean, the last thing I did, I just signed a two-year lease here in Crenshaw. <laughs> so I'm just like, the funny thing is like, my mentality is like, I'm ready to go back home, but I still keep adding these things that I'm like, all right, that's kind of, you know, making me stay. I mean, I'm not making me stay, I'm making these choices personally, but you know, it's it's been interesting for me just to kind of figure out, I'm like, I, I, I mean, I think this is where everyone's at. It's like, what am I doing with my life? But I mean, I'm doing these things, these projects that I'm happy for, 
you know, but it's, you know, there's just kind of those scary moments where it's like, where is it going to go after this? But I mean, I'm still here. I'm still thriving. You know, I'm still trying my best. Um, aside, I'm up in Crenshaw yeah. now. So aside from functional, have you been able to like audition for like anything else? Like, aside, like working on your project? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had a couple auditions here and there. I mean, it's been, like I said, it's been kind of, I've been able to go on sets and just some small, small gigs, which has just been kind of cool from like the dynamic of a, of a huge, you know, TV set to a small one. Um, my, the big thing that I got to do last year, which is pretty cool, I got to actually enter, start doing kind of voice dubbing um, for two different projects. I did voice dubbing for a Netflix series called A Queen is Born, which is now available on Netflix. Um, I got to do the English dubbing for the drag queen Gloria Groove from, it's in Portuguese, but I got to dub the English version, which is really great just to kind of enter that dynamic of just like the voice dubbing situation. That, that was pretty fun. Um, I got to add that to the resume. Um, I got to be union eligible now at this point. So that, that was a huge, huge accomplishment that I got to do in the middle of a pandemic. Um, the, the next thing I got to do was earlier this year was the, for Q Youth Foundation, yeah. which me and Liz have worked with. And I think when you interviewed Liz, it was just coming out. Uh, but they were doing these radio plays and those are out now actually you can see it on any any podcast any where it's available but uh, Q Youth Foundation radio plays um, and I got to do you know a couple of voice acting there as well some of one of those episodes so those were fun just to cut I mean it just kind of you know branched out and stuff that I didn't think I was you know even interested in doing so that part was fun um, and then auditioning, you know, just getting out used to the whole self-tape situation, which I mean, I feel at this point, everyone's just used to just, you know, doing everything virtual. So that part's been nice though, cause it's cool. You know, you don't have to like drive in traffic for something, you know, for a two minute thing and then come back, you know, you can just tape it, send it and, you know, um, that part's been fun. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the thing. The biggest focus though, as far as me, it's just been, you know, writing and doing this series, the season now. So now that it's, you know, getting out there, you know, I think, I'm personally getting to the, you know, I'm trying to say, okay, so what's the next step for me to continue into writing, producing, or acting, which, I mean, it sounds kind of shallow for me to say. I know it's kind of like cool to have those options, but that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I kind of, you know, now that I have a little bit of both, you know, either mentally, I kind of want to do all of them, but I know I have to maybe focus on one first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, which one are you like leaning towards? Like, which one, which, what are you more, more passionate about, I guess? I mean, I've always liked acting, you know, I've definitely, you know, that's something that I've just always kind of found my passion in. I, uh, it was the first thing I got to do in high school and middle school where people would laugh with me, not at me. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, but I don't know, I've always just like creating characters, you know, making them come to life. So I've, I've always liked that. So, I mean, that's always going to be my main passion as far as in this industry. Writing. You know, even though I wrote two seasons, I, you know, I, I still still don't consider myself a writer, even though I've written 200 plus pages of, two, of, a, of a series. Um, I like it. You know, I do like that. Again, they create it's a, it's a creating a, a character process, but like on paper, which is interesting. So, you know, any any actor, anyone in the industry that's, you know, kind of worry about that. I definitely do recommend them because it's coming from someone who I still don't consider myself an act or writer, but you know, write stuff, you know, because it, it's just another way to kind of, you know, further further your 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 creative juices, even, you know, even if it's something that you write for yourself and cool, but yeah, I definitely do suggest that. Um, but the producing side actually was something that I, I found that I loved a lot 
both seasons. It was just something, you know, a lot of people don't, which I, my director, Corey, who, who directed this season, she was kind of like, do you like that? And I was like, I actually do. It's just the whole like chaotic mess and me just kind of organizing it, like the bits and pieces of it. So that part was fun. But I mean, to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> what do I want to focus on? I mean, all three would be great, but if I have to pick, I definitely do like acting the most. Yeah, I, I guess. You get you get to have the most fun when you're in front of the camera because you don't have to worry about like the lighting. You don't have to oh, worry yeah. about the script, like your other actors. Like, you just worry about learning your lines, saying them right, you know, doing what you're supposed to do. And that's pretty much it. Right. But I yeah, it's definitely like but you're I think it's a great, great thing that you're doing that you did. You know, um, hopefully you could do all three. But obviously, man, we all get burned out and sometimes we need help and. You, you only you know where you want to take this project and how you envisioned it so you're the only one that knows when you're gonna need the help or if you need the help so hopefully like you know you, you can reach out and to people that know what they're doing I would I would volunteer but I don't think I'm the right person to do it but uh, you know I'm, I'm sure like you have people around you that can help you so that's great and are you already writing like did you start writing uh. season three or you're like oh, you know what let me let me enjoy the, the holidays for a bit before yeah, I think, well, we, actually, we had this conversation with season one i was like hey you know if there's a season three and i think you were the first one who said like when there's a season three, you know um you know there there is uh i, I kind of told everyone yeah there definitely is an idea for season three um but to be honest i kind of just want to see how this one does and that's kind of where it's up to the audience to see it's like should we have one or what happens next you know because i um yeah, I, I know if there is a season three, and I'll be honest, everyone that's participated in both of these seasons, you know, all of these actors, it's a labor of love, meaning that they put their whole heart and soul into this. They were not paid for this. No one was paid for this. Everyone was volunteering their own time, essentially. And I mean, the product that we came out with is just amazing. So, you know, if anyone is watching or interested, you know, if there is a, a if there is a want for season three, you know, I definitely do put that now on the audiences responsibility and that's meaning you know if we are getting those views if we are getting those shares because i essentially want to get us to a point is if there is a season three you know it's going to have to be picked up by someone other than me because i definitely want to get us to a point is if i'm going to continue creating this season or series is i want the people behind the camera and in front of the camera to get compensated for it because i mean if you look at the talent i mean that is some amazing talent that these individuals essentially donated to me for free for us to watch but that that's true we all yeah. we all deserve to get compensated and i mean i think when if you if you do decide to do a season three maybe do a gofundme and you know from that gofundme allocate some money to the side for to be able to pay you know whatever whatever you feel you know you can pay because you, know, you can't you, i know you want to pay millions of dollars but unfortunately mm -hmm. you know like it's not in the cards or not but hopefully like um, I mean, you already have a Netflix credit, so, you know, maybe that you get an opportunity to go to Netflix and pitch it. Yeah, and put it out in the universe. What else can we do, right? Positive thoughts, positive vibes, and hopefully there's somebody out there looking for great content. Pluto, Pluto. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like on every TV, so. So, hey, yeah. And, well, when it comes to Guillermo, like, you, you're, you've been doing it, you've been, I mean, he, pretty, pretty much you're the same person, I guess. But 
like there's qualities about him that i know you admire and there's things that you wish you know like all you hate about guillermo too you know you gotta get into character you know sometimes you you don't I guess subconsciously you choose those qualities, but what are some some qualities about Guillermo that you you know you admire about him? Like, man, I wish, I mean, I wish I was more like Guillermo in this sense. Obviously, I know this is you playing Guillermo, but there's also you know you got to get in into no, the yeah yeah. So, I mean, there definitely um, is. I mean, yeah, it was it was based off of me, especially in season one. But like, as I was able to even personally create this character, I guess I put qualities of stuff that I wish I had. So there definitely are differences from him and me. The main difference is his his confidence in the sense where he's like, I'm gonna put myself out there, talk to these people, do this stuff, and then especially in season two, you're gonna see him just kind of do the work, which again, it's easier said than done. Um, so I do, I definitely admire his his confidence in the sense that he, he knows where he is, he knows what type of person he is, where people can call him and I feel like someone could go up to him and be like, oh, you're a hot mess, you're this, you're that. He'd be like, yeah, and? Where if someone were to say that to me, I'd be like, I'd probably break down and be like, screw you, you don't know me. And then I would just, you know, kind of, you know, have an identity crisis. So at least in my standpoint, I feel like Guillermo is someone who knows who he is you know and is not someone who just doesn't pretend that you know that you know yes he is a drunk yes he is a mess he doesn't make the right choices but at least you know he's trying to make that work with who he is as well so that's the biggest admiration that i have of him that i wish i had when i was essentially in my in my early 20s now in my you know now as i'm 30 and i'm still trying to figure out you know who I am and if I'm still making the right choices, you know, I mean, that's obviously a never ending cycle, but at least with him, there's definitely that confidence that you have to admire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I admire both of you, you as you for like putting this out there into the world and, you know, people are gonna like it, people are not gonna like it. And just to be able to put it onto the world, it, it takes a lot, you know, just, I put out this episode, like these podcasts, but really there's no, like it's out into the world, but it's not YouTube into the world. This is like podcast is a little different than like in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's out like in the world. Into the world. <laughs> and like, yeah, but and, and then I admire Guillermo because yeah, he's like, he just puts himself out there and like he doesn't care. Like you don't like me, then oh, too bad. You know, like I'm I'm just gonna be who I am and I'm gonna check the people that are gonna like me. And if you don't, then hey, I don't need you in my life. And I really admire that about both of you. And, you know. You, you just putting your, your work out there, like how you felt. And I really enjoy, I really oh, enjoy it. Thank functional. you. Thank I you. Know no, I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think that's the kind of the theme of, of the major theme of this season as well. I mean, we actually talk about, like I said, we're talking about religion. We're going to get into mental therapy, mental health awareness this season as well. But the main thing is, and this is kind of stuff when I started speaking to more of the character, more of the actors and the crew was, you know, everyone would like watch a scene and be like, this is just kind of like them gripping the mirror and like acknowledging who they are themselves. And you actually do see that a lot with, with Jasmine. You actually see it, Jasmine, the first episode of her taking the steps of trying to do the work. She doesn't know where to start with, you know, but that's where she's going. You will see it with the other characters, Tim and Sheila and some new characters. Um, watch at this point, you know, with the with our family of characters that you're going to, you're going to meet their families as well. But that's kind of the, the major arc that, you know, it's been kind of great where I'm putting it, we're putting it on the screen, but then when we talk about it, it's like, people are asking, am I this person? Am I, am I doing this to someone? Or who is this person in my life? And that's kind of all the characters, essentially, in my mind this season. I was like looking at every character and I'm like, I've been this person at one point in my life or at one point this year. 
yeah, you know what? Like that's exciting that yes. we're gonna get to meet your mom, like your family members. Like you, you know, like like when you wrote like, when I had you on season, like the first time. Um, I when I thought you know if I if I was to put myself in your series, you know, um, I would be like the your homophobic <laughs> brother kind of, or like like not homophobic. I would be this that like your brother that doesn't take the hint like. Like I, I, I like mujer Diego type of thing, but like I could like I could turn your 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 friend straight type of thing. Like I don't know, I just like the silly thing. Like or 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 um, yeah. Have you did you ever see How I Met Your Mother? Yes. You know Robin, like she would work with I forgot her the the character's name, but she would always be screaming at her. Like she was super nice. I don't remember the name. Either. I think I think you kind of have a character already in your show. Um, she worked in the in the shop with oh uh, yes jenny jenny she plays jenny yes yeah we're like she was super nice but you guys didn't like her yeah yeah like, I, I like i like i like i would see myself doing that like in your in the functional series world <laughs> like like you'd be like how i'm annoying as fuck but like i'm just trying to be helpful like, hey, like no, i'm trying they're... to spit like fun facts or something and you're like nobody wants to hear you <laughs> what you have to say like I well i mean no it is very telling of the world we live in i mean even with that i mean that character she is gonna make a comeback this season i mean this literally is the season where it's like you learn more about it because she actually that's what we do talk about more about her where it's like season one we kind of give her this like ditzy like oh i'm just trying to be positive and everything but season three season two you see her actually kind of turn into a mentor to jasmine um, where she's actually going to show up in episode three, which is going to, well, by the time this is recording, it's going to come out this Friday. Uh, but uh, she actually does, um, you will see Jenny's character um, step up, you know, this season a little bit more, and you get to learn about her character more. And even more than that, the person who plays her, Demi, actually even wrote an episode of this season. She wrote episode seven, um, which is a great, great episode that I'm really excited for people to watch. Um, so, I mean, that's, again, just kind of going above just what we kind of presented the first time around and like how many episodes will this season be it will be 14 episodes same as uh, season one so 14 episodes so i mean total i think it'd be another about two hours <laughs> if you watch it you know right. but yeah yeah i mean this time yeah, around like, yeah this time around we had a lot more stuff i mean we did that um liz and i think she said this on the interview um uh but liz is actually directing two episodes she also co-wrote a couple episodes with me um but i mean it, it was really great because i mean a lot of people got to play different roles and stuff that you know they they didn't have before um a friend of the pod maite she's you know co-host of uh she helped us out a lot with with sound and audio and she is also making her acting debut in the rosca episode which is going to come out oh. the first week of january so it may already be out um, by the time this is, comes out, but that'll be the, yeah. the family episode where we talk about Queen's Day, and you'll see my Demi correcting debut in that episode. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I've actually haven't had a chance to talk to her in a, in a cool minute, but yeah, she. I think uh, when I did speak to her, she was telling me about being part of this. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So yeah, um, uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're, I don't want to take more time than I need to. So 
um let us know let us know where we could find your series like anything you want to leave the audience with before we go yeah for sure well i mean the best thing that people can do to help us out you know this show talks about queer identity latinx, latinx identity it's written by me i'm a brown ass man you know gay ass man too so you know if you like that kind of stuff definitely support us you can watch us on our channel it's at functional series on youtube um you can also follow us on instagram at functional series on twitter instagram facebook um and honestly literally any views any comments any shares help us a lot even if you comment on the video you know it, it actually does help a lot because it then you know without you knowing it actually shares it to other people in your network without you knowing so literally any view and any comment on the actual video helps us a lot that's just what we're trying to do is just to actually get it out there because i mean not to toot our own horn this season is definitely a season that i feel like parents and kids can watch people who aren't even queer identity or latinx identity they can watch it um but that's how you know this representation helps us you know get more roles in the future so that's what you you know that that's definitely how, how people can like us uh, sorry follow us and support us a lot just this season uh, we'll be releasing new episodes every friday yeah and i mean this this could be the youtube um one day at a time so go watch it with your hey. mom you know open. yo there is a lot of series that started off on youtube that are now on hbo max and on netflix you know hent the fight is one of them insecure is another one so is broad city so it's not far off it's not me like you know talking to you know deaf deaf ears so i mean if people are if big, if people up high are watching other people watching this show, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, well, I'm gonna dedicate 2022 to bring guests that would actually be able to help you. So that's my goal. 2022, yes. that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get <laughs> guests in high places to be able to help out people in smaller, but not not you know smaller, but doesn't mean that they're not as important. They're just up, you know. They're just waiting for their chance to to rise to be up with them. So. That's that's yeah, our goal. 2022 is the year of abundance of growth. There we go. The year of the tiger, guys. The tiger. Oh, there we go. That's it. So, so yeah. So well, um, um, don't go anywhere. So I'm just gonna end that the recording quick. Um, uh, well, yeah. um, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time, and you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for for the next episodes. The what the next 12 episodes. As the day I'm recording, there's 12 episodes left. But when I release, it'll probably be what 10 or nine more episodes to go. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see where Guillermo goes. And um, I don't know. I, I'm I, For some reason, I, I'm very excited about season two. So hopefully we, we get a chance to 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 witness a season three. But it's not going to be up to him. It's going to be up to you guys. So make sure you show your support. Go at him on Instagram and Facebook. You're on Facebook, right? Yeah. And the most important thing is share the videos. Share the videos. Like and subscribe to the channel and share with everybody because that's the only way we're going to get the word out so you know this is going to open doors for not just yet for for you know, for daniel but for uh my dad for um for liz so you know for everybody behind the scenes so help help him help me help help the world the world needs to see this up it all <laughs> no thank you angel it's been great these past two i mean it's crazy these 10 years it's so awesome to see what you've been doing so thank you so much for continuing to do this reaching out and just being being a huge supporter of us so thank you so much yeah well you're welcome you don't gotta do that but appreciate that you did <laughs> all right well i'm in the recording right all right guys that was daniel luna hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode don't forget to add him at functional series on instagram and his personal account is Luna Periodico. Lunatico. All right. Luna.tico. All right. 
So, you know, great episode. You know, I'm a, a big fan of his work. So hopefully he continues on going with this series. But like we mentioned, the only way that's going to happen is if people like you support the show. So remind yourself every Friday until March, you'll find a new episode on this channel. So go subscribe at Functional Series on YouTube and make sure you go follow him on his personal account. You know, leave a comment. Tell him what you enjoyed about the episode and um, yeah, show him support. You know, he, he it's not just him. You know, he has a cast of people that he works with and you know, these are all, everybody that's in it are trying to do something to, in the entertainment industry. So, you know, people like like Daniel, my dad, Liz, like they definitely need the the support so they can keep on doing great work like this. So make sure you go subscribe. Make sure you add him on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure he also I know right now we're still we're still you no know, still January and we're trying to get that body. You know, that body yadi and you know, he does offer pound. He's part of pound fitness and I'm not sure when they'll be doing events. I'm not sure how they're doing it, but you know, you're trying to get on track and you're trying to do something fun. Um, I suggest you go check out pen pound fit. All right. So yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to send me a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure you leave a five-star review on Spotify now, all right? Before, people would tell me that they wanted to, but they couldn't. So, I don't, there's no excuse anymore, all right? There's no excuse. So, go leave me a five-star review. And don't forget, I do give out stickers. So, if you like a free sticker, if you would like the February sticker now, send me a DM and let me know. Let me know where you want me to send it to. And just consider it done. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. I right, guess the next time I'll see you. Bye. has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms